So how on God's gray earth did this London calling to the faraway towns Now war is declared and battle come down And this Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go Should I stay or should I go And even this Become this. Detours and Outliers, the podcast where we take a closer look at that one album that sticks out like a sore thumb in an artist's discography. It may be their best album, it may be their worst album, but either way, it's that one album where the artist was so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. This week on the panel we have... Matthew Marr. And... Logan Renard. Joining us again after a short, brief stint in Washington, D.C. Do you want to say anything about U2's Spider-Man or, you know, Primus's Willy Wonka? I was bummed not to be there for the Primus one. I, I want to do uh, um, uh, Brown Album or, uh, oh, God, what's the other one? Uh, Green the, Album. The, the terrible, uh, yeah, well, also, yes. A different band, but uh, um, yeah, I'd like to do that. And uh, Spider-Man, good job, Katie. I'm, I was... Uh, a little bummed you didn't mention the Brown Widow and the Venture Brothers and their very spot-on ode to Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> well, there you go. And also, well, and stop what you're doing, you two. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> that should just be a, a general statement that we, we have in all things, but yeah. we do have a special guests this week. We have the entire television generation. Katie, Will, oh. and Anthony, say hi to everyone. Hi, hey, everyone! Hello. I'm the television generation. It's Will is 80 yeah. years old. Yeah. There you go. Oh, One is an octogenarian singer. It's classic. been a rough two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> He's aged two. <laughs> and so, this week we will be discussing uh, The Clash, kind of. The Clash's final, technically, album, Cut the Crap. Which, um, much like the Velvet Underground Squeeze, was mostly produced by the manager, and the one guy left. <laughs> Only in this case, it wasn't you know replacement John Cale. It was Joe Strummer. So it's a slightly more clashy than you know nobody. But mm -hmm. um, general thoughts on the Clash to begin with. 
I mean, I was always a fan. I, I was always more of a, when I got into punk, it was Iggy Pop, it was Ramones, it was uh, the, the CBGB crowd a little bit more. Yeah. And I remember listening to The Clash and not quite getting as into them. There were songs that I liked, like Lon I got London Calling from the library. Uh, very throwback. I would illegally download, um, I, I don't want to be arrested after this podcast, but I would illegally download Lars it from Lars is still CD. alive. Oh, your library? No, no Lars. Oh, Lars for you. I think it's Lars is still. No, no, no Lars, still Lars will get you for that. So. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I have we'll no money. Um, but I would like, I would rip it from the CD of the library and listen to it. And I know I dug it, but Stealing not as much as the other the punk bands yeah. at the time. I guess I'm actually Stealing like the, the complete opposite. I'm not a real big fan of like a lot of '80s punk, but the Clash was like kind of a stand out like kind of bound to me i actually like learned how to play the bass based on clash songs so me too uh, paul mm. simon is one of my favorite basses to the day so <laughs> and and paul was still in the band when this album was recorded but uh his parts were not used recorded yeah. over uh, <laughs> why i do not know but he was like the only other original band member still in the band uh, the drummer got kicked out for being a little too um, drug addicty. Drug addicty. Uh, oh, come on. Hey, that's all of us, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Topper's still alive and he's probably listening, so say hi. Hi, Hell of a drummer, dude. Would, would have been a way better album if you had anything <laughs> to do with it. I've been calling that's him true. Tipper all Definitely these years, like though. Tipper Gore, yeah. man. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Those names and, uh, Topper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The Clash, the, the only band that matters. Yes. Um, they were, uh, you know, obviously English band, punk band. Um, really more of a 70s act than an 80s act, I would argue. Yes. As, yeah. as uh, they, you know, some of their, their best music, I think, was probably recorded, you know, in the early 80s as a Sandinista is my favorite of all of the Clash albums. Uh, but um, like like seems to happen to quite a few bands, uh, when they when they reached their peak popularity was when they were not as good anymore, or at least they weren't producing as good of music anymore. And you and you're referring to Rock the Cash Bar, right? Yeah, rock the huh. Cash Bar, right? With a uh, with um uh, yeah the Combat Rock, which, which you know had entertaining things on it, but it was definitely um, a letdown after right, a letdown after after uh, you know London Calling and Sandinista, and the fact that they continually made albums that you know they they have a short career. They, with the exception of maybe this, they did it right, and they yeah yeah they like. Yeah, they have like in. six albums and five are great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, who does, I mean. Well, like, I mentioned the Ramones earlier. You look at their discography, and it's, they had an album every two years for, what, yeah, 20 for years or something yeah. like that. And I think, you know, there's a few albums that are remembered, but for the most part, it's just like. There's a lot of them that are that, okay, um, yeah. yeah. Spank like the Monkey, or whatever that yeah. one album yeah. by them is. You know, people don't remember a lot of their Rocket discography. Russia or, yeah. yeah. Even though Rocket to Russia? The, yeah, that's a, no, or the that, one that's that a uh, classic. Phil yeah. Spector yeah. produced. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, um, Road to Ruin. Ro yeah. Road to Ruin, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Clash have more amazing songs on London Calling than most of my favorite ba musicians have in their careers. So yeah, just, I mean it is a double, album, but still <laughs> nobody who who does that, you know? Uh, oh yeah, and Sandinista is a triple album. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean they may have few albums, but most of their albums are pretty well packed. This this album, however, is a, a tight thirty five minutes. I think not a good sign. Thirty eight minutes and twenty one <laughs> seconds. Um, the you know. I'm not even sure if it is a Clash album. Well, it's 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 Other labeled as a Clash, Clash album. Clash album. 
Yeah, and in that sense, it reminds me of a uh, you know when we did Squeeze with yes. the Velvet Underground. Does this really have anything to do with? Legally, it is a Clash album. Yes, mm. yes. <laughs> really, eh, not so much. I mean, well, there are bands like White Lion nowadays that just tour with the drummer is the only original member. Oh yeah, I mean the yeah. Temptations. I don't think any of those original guys have been alive for twenty years, but right. they're still on the road. But mm. you know. Some bands you need your Jefferson Starship. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or and airplane, it's and or... it's endless variants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I think Starship, Standard. Jefferson Starship, and Jefferson Airplane were all extant at the same time at one point. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and Grace Slick wasn't in any of them at that point. <laughs> but yeah, then yeah. Why they did this, I don't know. I mean, well, there's it's not just the drummer. The drummer's gone, right? Yeah, but and. Also... Mick Jones, the other the other guitar player, player, right? The lead guitar player, he's and the he, primary, not necessarily songwriter as far as lyrics, but the guy with the musical instinct in the band. He yeah. he really was the arranger and didn't like Mick Jones pretty much write all of the songs, like most of them. Joe, at least, yeah. no, they, like they're either credited to I don't know if they're credited to both of them, but Joe Strummer endlessly wrote lyrics and stuff well yeah but i mean like the music part yeah yeah exactly like so so you kind of this is an oversimplification but it's almost like you had a lyricist and uh and and like a band well not a songwriter but like a yeah so bernie taupin and elton john leaves and bernie taupin tries to do an elton john record are any of those rolling stones awesome if mick jagger's the only one around writing them it's like probably not like listen to a mick jagger solo album yeah there's your answer right yeah there you go so like daltrey and townsend so they're a great yeah they're a really good uh pair the two of them for cranking out awesome material uh they have different and uh you know, very particular uh, um, uh, styles for each of them, which is yeah. kind of cool because when you get them clashing, for lack of a better word, <laughs> it's really neat. The songs are good; they never get boring. It's always interesting, always something well, new. That that is one thing that sets them apart from a lot of punk bands is they had more diversity than your average oh, yeah. punk band. They would dabble in things like dub and reggae and well, disco and, and country. Album, and, yeah, the bass player is technically there, but. Not. Yeah, all it. Yeah, well, that's just it. I mean, you know, Joe Strummer and Mick Jones couldn't get along anymore. They'd already kicked out the the drummer, so it was just Joe and the bass player. What's his name? Um, Paul. Paul. <laughs> but Paul Simmons' parts all got Simonin. Simonin. Yes, <laughs> all got. I thought that erased. was Paul Simon. There you go, Paul Simon Why and Art Paul Simon. Simon. <laughs> Was he new? Yes. Um, Wouldn't it be cool if Paul Simon was the bass player in The Clash? (laughs) It would be different. Much different. um, Garfunkel was just a roadie. The whole time. Yeah. No, he's like... He's Bernie Rhodes. He's the guy up there just like... Skanking. Skanking. Well, apparently Bernie Rhodes, the manager, is the one who replaces Mick Jones as the guy writing most of the music while Joe's writing most of the lyrics. Ah. Bernie is not a musician, as far as I know, um, but he was the manager, and he did see that, oh, look, synthesizers and drum machines are really popular. I want to make this album really popular. So he erased all of the Paul Simonimimim bass lines and uh, put drum machines and synthesizers on there, sort of randomly and haphazardly. Utterly, like, you know, disappointing in my opinion, though, because I really yeah. loved those bass lines from yeah. the earlier albums oh, they're, and yeah. everything. Like, they're, I mean, like, yeah. fantastic. Right. There's like, there's not a lot about this album other than Joe Strummer's voice that sounds like The Clash. Mm-hmm. 
which is odd because there's actually a song on here called "We Are the Clash." I mean, <laughs> but you it's know, not subtle. who's, who's I, we at this point? <laughs> the, title, the title itself is ironic. Yes. Yeah. Cut they, the crap. they knew you'd be wondering if you've made it that far. <laughs> it, it apparently, came from the movie Mad Max Two, and the the manager who pretty much was the mastermind, Bernie, decided he liked it. I don't know. I mean, everything about it feels like you know. Hot topic as opposed to real clash. Mm. Malcolm McLaren just should have produced this. Hot it topic, better. Hot yeah. topic clash. Yeah. Hot topic clash. Well, I don't know. Um, we? Do yeah. we want to get into this? Uh, what is the first track here? Um, Dictator. I think. <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> yeah. As as like positively we've talked about this album. Like, are we yeah. ready to listen to this or cut the crap? We don't have to listen to all of it. Well, <laughs> you guys can see they're holding guns to our head right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. So yeah. You kinda have to. Yes. <laughs> Hostages. I'm trying, okay. It sounds like there's like two songs being played yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, it sounds like we're getting a weird feedback from like some Christian yeah, radio like station. The melody line does not match well, what's going on. My question is, if you if you let's say um, you just bought this album, yes, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. This is the first song that comes on. Are you disappointed yet? No, no not yet. Not yet. It does not have a Clash sound. <coughs> I mean, it's absolutely. an intro-sounding song, yeah. is yes. what it is. It's it actually, you know, more than anything, it sounds like the the that album from Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark that we covered. Yeah, Dazzle, it kind of does. Sort of samply, sort of synthesizers in the early know. days. Synthesizers like, maybe they're going to do something weird and new here. Mm. <laughs> this this whole album sounds like if Joe Strummer did drunk karaoke over a material album. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. You would have this. <laughs> Which is what everybody wants. Um except ma the material album's fine on its own. And, and uh but Joe was kind of checked out by this time, right? No, I, I mean yeah, when they started I mean, replacing stuff on the album. At, at this point, yeah, he was not terribly interested so and did there not was, promote the album. There were ringers hired to do this. There was guitar and bass and drums yeah. and everything yeah, like that, so right? In fact, it's Norman Watroy on on bass on the the bass guitar that's on here, which yes. we'll talk about in a little bit. But like, <laughs> if you can hear it, but uh, they <laughs> they turn they they are not on there. Yeah, they are not audible. They're on my, there, but they're my, not. My my guess is one of those guys asked where their paycheck was at, <laughs> and they were Sounds suddenly right. not on the album anymore. Yeah, well, Bernie's <laughs> like, I can do this all by myself. That's what it sounds like, and then you get what sounds like Joe Strummer singing a completely unrelated song vaguely in the background. So if this was made nowadays, he would just like load it into GarageBand and then just throw some loops under it pretty yeah, much. Yeah, there's drummers. a couple of good yeah. GarageBand albums that I love. Right. They're fine. And so, so what do you think that, that this is terrible. well, speculation, and I think Strummer probably did this maybe to a different track. Yes, and, and then, then Bernie came in and right. yeah, we, undermined it. <laughs> yeah, that makes Improved sense. it. Yes, he made it commercial, yeah, 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 which yeah. is why this is easily the lowest-selling Clash album. Yeah, and the, the lyrics were 
a little. They're hard to hear, but they yeah. Heavy handed. Yeah. Even for a Clive song. I was gonna say I think Mick may have also helped with more of the obvious lyrics helped give them some finesse over the the years. I mean, Mick Jones comes out looking really good after this album. You're like, oh, if this is what Joe does, then Mick must have done everything. Yeah. Well, and he also goes on to do Big Audio Dynamite, which is like a much more competently handled version uh, of this exact yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, that's that's the funny thing. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because I thought I was trying to... Anyways, yeah, that's where it When did like Big Audio Dynamite get going though? Because I'm trying to think. What was that? It was it was after this. It was late '80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. '86 yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something. But it does like sound 85. a lot like this. Yeah. I was thinking it might have been '85. I think I thought it yeah. was a little bit earlier, a little bit later than that. But maybe maybe. Well, that's what album? What was this? Is this '86? This was this Big Audio Dynamite. Oh, but this album. This album. Well, let me know. Isn't this '82, '83? Yeah. I thought this was '84. '79. 63. It was November 4th, 1985. Produced by Jose Anundas. So it was right in the midst of, of this transformation of rock and roll into synth pop. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. MTV had taken hold. It was all, you know, Madonna and Prince and, and Michael Jackson at this point. And rather than being a punk rebelling against that he tried Poison, to rat, yeah. don't yeah. blame this shit on Prince oh, no <laughs> but I will blame it on, on Madonna how about that yeah okay <laughs> well I you I my full endorsement okay but but I mean like a band like The Clash though like shouldn't ever try to like you know, be on that kind of level. Like, yeah. they should know that they're not going to be on that's what MTV actually, like, level. Honestly, yeah. like, you know, yeah. they should be well, on I, mean, I think Rock the Cash Bar did yeah. that to them, and they recredited it immediately and Once tried Combat to Once Combat Rock, like, kind of came out, like, that felt like the turning point for the Clash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this that, is, like, a whole nother, like, thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, they should have stopped. <laughs> right. You know? This is, there was this still, is a detour. There was still, there was still, the Clash was still in Combat Rock, right? It was still yeah. there. It was just more reliance on, more reliance on technology. They were always very adventurous in the studio. They never oh, yeah, shied they away did. from like, doing stuff. Dub versions and all right. sorts of crazy. That, that's different than using, you know, canned hand claps and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to be careful about uh, sort of shitting on the synthesizers and drum machines and stuff like that because. I mean, all the print stuff around this well, time is being made with like a lingo right, right, and like right. very musically, and so it's just like there's a. There's a ton of electronic music that I love that's from this period and before and after, and it's fine. It's not that it's a sure. It's yeah. a terrible shortcut to yeah. use drum machines or anything like that. It's just yeah, use them right. This is just lazy. <laughs> well, this yeah. is, well, yeah, when, lazy. and also when you're trying to jump on a fad, it's like that's never a good. Yeah, thing. it's, never, it's like yeah. the main thing I feel about this album is that like drum machines weren't even really needed. It's like oh god, yeah. they had a drum. I know. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah, they had a fan. Well, they fired him by now. Yeah, but, uh, but... <laughs> because of his junk problem. But uh, um, one thing I'd always like to rant about with the damn Clash is that the, one of the reasons they were able to cover as much musical territory as they were is because of Topper. Um, who's a fantastic drummer yeah. and and could play in any style yeah. you can you can hear uh, Mick and and Paul and and Joe barely keeping it together when they tr shoot for a particular style but the drums are flawless mm -hmm. they're awesome and they're they're making the thing the, the only reason they were able to genre jump so effectively is because they had 
a real badass musician in the band who, who could, could play the hell out of the drones. Who could play just about anything. Yeah. yeah so he, he was called like a human metronome pretty much. He was he was just amazing at that. Yeah, and he mm. could play styles. I've some I've some issues with his his interpretation of the one drop, but Well, they're still they're, you know. still, they're still Englishmen. Yeah, yes. they're still <laughs> pasty. 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 <laughs> the pastier the better. <laughs> but this album I think Bernie also was not a big fan of all their genre stuff. Like, we got to be very, very punk. I mean, the cover is as punk as it gets by not having anyone from the band on it, but just some random well, and, and dude right. with a mohawk. And what's, what's passing for punk now is, is you know, Billy Idol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you know, no disparaging Generation well, X or anything. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was very codified leather jackets. Electronic. Safety pins, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Mohawks, fashion yeah. punk. Yeah, so, wasn't know. it Bernie that that uh, coined the "Why does every song got to be a fucking raga"? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that led to uh, yeah, yeah. Like, which uh, also may have led to this song hey, called "Dirty Punk," which we is don't play ragas, but yeah, okay, well, because he's definitely trying to prove that a this is the Clash and b this is punk. Right. <laughs> This mix is terrible. It is weird, right? Yeah, the vocals are almost inaudible and the guitar is way too loud. It sort of sucks because Joe's vocal performance is pretty... Yeah. He doesn't sound like he's falling asleep or anything. This, is, this oh. isn't like a bad setup. No. If you got like really good musicians behind this, it just doesn't have any power to it. Yeah, and it's trying for power. Yeah. This song like... sounds like a first recording. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rehearsal. That that also shows off one other thing Bernie decided this album really needed because to make a song's chorus seem catchy, you have to have a bunch of people singing it, and then mm-hmm. everyone will think Gangles. that it's catchy. Yeah. So he slathers that on every song, whether the chorus is memorable or even singable or not. There is like this untrained choir yeah just the strangest part of this album is that like soccer hooligans or whatever it makes sense on like an acdc song yeah i was gonna say like a motley crew song sounds great but the whole thing is it's like you couple it's like you couple that with the poor recording quality on this last song and it's like it just does not work like and the the choruses are so you know, unmemorable and hookless that yeah. you can tell these have to be professionals because no one's going to just spontaneously remember how this goes and sings along. I mean, right. I've listened to this album seven or eight times now and I could not sing you a single chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you do that? Because I love it. It's my 10th favorite <laughs> Clash album. Oh. Well, <laughs> the the inflexibility of the, of the drum machine and the, the synth stuff that they're using primarily is their like their backing. It's like the root. That's the crazy thing is it's not additional. It's like the root of the freaking song. It's inflexible and the little bit of push and pull that the Clash actually had oh God, yeah. on their on their good classic material really makes it feel dynamic and dangerous and like it's being played by real human beings with right. guitars and drums and shit. And 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 this feels again like drunk karaoke to 
fucked yeah. up disco. There's no I mean, it's like, in a drum machine. Drum yeah, machine. it's yeah. like what I have to describe this album as is just flat, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that song especially, it's really it's that really one flat. like kind of like really stands out to me when I think yeah. about it. Like, and again, the, sadly, it stands out to me as one of the better ones on the album. Well, and it's yeah. 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 like when I listen to that song, I can feel like that there's some hook or like there's, there's something, something that I should like about it but, but at the same time it's like apparent. you can't really like get your claws into it, it so to speak yeah. like, it's, you just, like a, it's a, not yeah. feels like they don't care it's yeah. like you want to like it I guess yeah. like at, at and least it, in my it opinion, pushes like, you away I, I don't know yeah, like yeah. some sort of passive aggressive <laughs> punk, isn't it you know like, <laughs> if they gave a cover band a Clash cover band some money to like can you write some original Clash stuff that's how some of these kind of feel like mm. we're trying to write Clash we know the Clash stuff. but we're not the, the Clash, clash. <laughs> this is the Clash cruise ship band yeah, yeah. it is which is like of course the perfect segue to the next not the main stage one we the are the band. Clash. I was gonna say, is the next one Clash yes, Cruise Ship? No. Yeah. We are the Clash, which you know feels almost written just to sort of defend this album. Yeah. And not... I mean, that sounds pretty punk. We we are the Clash <laughs> Condominium Association. <laughs> Clash Incorporated. So, yeah. <laughs> we are the, the the shareholders of Clash. Yeah. <laughs> the Misfits kind of had something like this on one of their like later albums yeah. after like Danzig and uh, oh yeah, no, they, they, we they, are the Fiend Club. Yeah, oh yeah. It oh, was like shit, that yeah. to kind of say just like yeah, it's us, and it's like well, not totally. Oh yeah, no, this is the new fits of yeah. the Clash. It's uh, and I'm. I love the new fits. So for completists know. only, but you know, this one to me sounds. <laughs> It sounds like the Ramones at the wrong tempo. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. right. <laughs> you bought a Ramones single and you play it at 33 and a third. Right, right. Yeah. It's the 45, <laughs> Matt. We are the oh. Clash. We are the Clash. It almost has some, like, Sex Pistols-y thing they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, I was going to say, and that sounds like something Malcolm McLaren There's, no, yeah. there's no punch to that at all. Like, uh, it's just... Yeah, yeah, we're the Clash. We are the Clash. No, really, we are the Clash. Let us into the band. <laughs> we promise it's all right. We're the Clash. No, we're the Clash. Apparently, one other interesting tidbit about Bernie when he produced this album, having never produced before, is he was working with a 24-track tape machine, and he thought, well, I have to use all 24 oh, tracks on every song. Oh, so... Well, you want to get your money's worth. I, I I don't know if you thought like the, the tape won't work unless they're all filled oh, or yeah. something. I don't. But yes, I, that is also part of why this sounds so poorly produced and mixed. It also sounds With like they just took Joe Strummer going like "We are the Clash" and like put it on different tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah actually, nobody else singing it. It's just him singing. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 20, 24 tracks <laughs> <Yeah>. of Joe. <laughs> All those backing vocals just sound like him. <laughs> it's honestly, it's like it's like hearing an entire audience that's just full of Joe Strummer, like yeah. singing it back to the, Joe, Str yeah. Joe Strummer. Yeah. <laughs> the Strummer Singers. <laughs> the O Strummer Singers <laughs> in Choir. Yeah. Singing at the nursing home yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no anyway. song refutes its own lyrics quite like this. Yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's either like really fucking terrible or it's kind of brilliant. Yeah. And I'm not really sure. Uh, it, if they had going. kept going in this vein, if The Clash had yeah. put out another two or three albums yeah. as the synth and drum machine Joe Strummer solo experience, <laughs> this might be, you know, sort of the theme song of the, uh, you know, wacky monkey style sitcom they do. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah, the real class. story with this is how Bernie just hijacked the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, even Joe was kicked out of the band by the time <laughs> this came out. We are the Clash, and by we, we mean nobody. You're replacing yeah. your vocals with synthesizers. Nobody is the Clash. Like, do you think it was almost a troll move? This, yeah, like, it's like, this song? like, Mick Jones, we are the Clash, you're not yeah. the Clash. I, I mean, I bet they had some kind of... Con- like contractual obligation to make this right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, it like it them. was, they they signed away like their lives, saying that they were going to eventually make a song called "We Are the Clash." It was like, it was like when OJ had to write that book to go to with like. Stuff. I mean, if I did it, they had yeah. to they had to follow up such Who's songs that? as Clash City Rockers. Um, that B movie. What's out there? Oh, uh, Roger Corman. Roger Corman. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was thinking that, that, that he said like that B um, movie or B movie. B movie, yeah, not not B movie, yeah. B movies. But but he said it's that you just keep making sequels. He had like a formula, you know, because every sequel makes a little less money, and then once it makes X amount less, then you have to stop and start a new franchise. Yes. And it was nothing about whether it's good or not. Mm-hmm. It's just you have something that once will it hits make that money. Threshold. Just put it out. Yeah. Right. And I think I think uh, you know from the management angle of the Clash, it's like this band is falling apart. We and you know we still got some gravy. That's how you get band, Velvet right? Underground squeeze. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Squeeze it out of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we go on to the what's next? Um, how you are get you that red? Pesky New Testament. <laughs> which I think may be my favorite song here, which isn't saying a whole it's, lot. So it's are you red? Why? Well, it's are you red dot 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 and then letter Y, so it could be are you ready, but... Oh. It could be are you red, why? Are you red and why yeah. are you red? Are you red? Why? It was an anti-communist song. Yeah, yeah it's YYZ. Never mind. the satellites, Yeah, this is cool. I like yeah, I like, like I said, it's it's like, not a high bar, but this may be my favorite song on here. I, I, th- I, I think maybe their main crime is like not far enough. Yeah, yeah. They, if they should have just leaned into this, like if we're gonna do this, let's you know. Well, do because it. you it's have like fans. Really do it, yeah. yeah, let's get Jeff Lynne to produce this. <laughs> yeah. <Let's>, yeah. <laughs> but you have you have fans who who were with you through Sandinista. Yeah. And so if they're cool with that, you can do some weird shit. You might as well lean way into it they do not no <laughs> if i drank like three mike's hard lemonades i would like love this too this is pretty cool right? i don't know like yeah, i'm no, i this is like to cool. me is like the standout song on this album if you want to like say that there is one that exists you yeah. Know? yeah yeah like, you can see <laughs> fog, fogs and lasers with that there you go yeah. Yeah. definitely a light show and it's almost sounds like yeah. a new order like well, yeah, 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 yeah yeah it totally does it's like yeah. the arena <laughs> version of what the clash if, if, would if be, all previous 
<laughs> Clash is Joy Division. This is the New Order. <laughs> yeah. It's Broadway Clash, not yeah. the Clash. The clash, <laughs> clash with lasers and smoke. It's the Clash experience. <laughs> I am just a boy. <laughs> Everything comes back to music to the elder. <laughs> I can't snap because I like I don't cut know my thumbnail too too close. Ouch. Well, shall we do the next track? Cool under heat. I like how it's one of, when it's one that we like, we don't talk about it at yeah. all. Like, that's, that's all there is to say. Yeah, 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 that wasn't. Let's move on. That wasn't yeah. horrific. Yeah. Let's move on. We have nothing bad to say. Let's just move on. <laughs> I didn't know they made DS1s in the better way. Bees. I guess they might have, right? It sounded like a mic pre that was yeah. turned up too loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got some wah pedal on there. Wait, acoustic <laughs> and wah together is such a weird it's yes. mix. Funk folk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How how far away are we from like uh, WK? No, <laughs> no I was party, party, party. I was thinking this. It sounds like late. Late period public image limited. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I was all singing that coming down. We're definitely that was that wasn't long after this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I feel like they were just trying to jam a lot into that song. Like it was it was not bad. But, but again, it's using all twenty four tracks. Yeah. yeah now was, you mention that, it's like that's why everything sounds so far away. It's like yeah, yeah. we're trying to mix too many. Ideas. It's just buried under it's a mountain of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crap. It's Phil it's crap, not yeah. shit. <laughs> Gave it this Phil Spector treatment. And this, this album is like really only 34 minutes long? 38. 38. Yeah, wow, it's four minutes too long. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more than four minutes too long. Yeah, no, I, think that's I mean, there's 34 minutes songs, too long. You know? Yeah, well, th that was, you know, that was the new punk aesthetic, is keeping everything, you know, two minutes or less. It's the... The Ramones thing, I guess. Yeah. It's make sure the customer doesn't get their money's worth. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's so punk. Keep the customer unsatisfied. <laughs> the, well, they were very successful. <laughs> yes. The Phil Spector thing, I would love to do that album. Well, oh, yeah. So I, I think like the stories behind that album alone are just so fun to talk about. <laughs> Which one? Um, was that it wasn't Road to Ruin? It was um, not End of the Century. It's the red one. They're all in like T-shirts. Uh, it's like the oh, one. The comedy, yeah, the comedy album. <laughs> oh yeah. No, what was the yeah the the Ramones album? Was it by end of the Phil century. Spectre? It might be. Yeah, I think yeah, it was end, of, end of the century is the. Um, it had oh. that like uh, the one like cover with just like they weren't even playing on it, but it was yeah, just like yeah. a yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. it was it was like an interesting story at least. On yeah. on the deluxe version of Leave Home, there's a couple of uh, L.A. recorded. I don't know if they were Spectre produced. They probably were. Yeah. That sound. That I think it's like bonus tracks on the end of that, and it's like, whoa, these are very different. You know, yeah. like you can hear the big, like Capitol Records, like reverb tanks and everything, and it's like very. Looks the insane production. Yeah. Holding a gun to them the entire time, like that's what this album needed is just somebody holding a gun to them. Oh yeah, for a little. And this bit, was right after you know Phil Spector produced the Leonard Cohen album. So. Yeah. 
He hasn't done anything in a while. What's Phil Spector up to these days? Leonard <laughs> <laughs> Cohen, too. What's he been up to? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They used to be big <laughs> movers and shakers. So do, we know, do we know who did Road to Ruin? Because that was, that was a very slick album, too. I think that was the last one that Tommy Ramone produced. Yeah, might have been. I think he did the production on that. Okay, yeah. Notice we're talking about the Ramones and not these yeah. folk yeah. 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 We're taking a breather. It's tough to... <laughs> yeah. This is a tough album. Well, you know, yes. the Ramones were, they were movers and shakers. They were. Yeah. Shaking and moving. So we'll play that track. Shaking which is all three over. minutes and one second. Would this be the last song on the first side, do you think? It might be. With the uh, um, with the short song cool. aesthetic, I don't know. D Boone and Mike Watt managed to write some short songs, and they still put an hour of the fuckers on a record. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, we met. Mike. Yeah, they, they just had true. like twice as many of them as everybody else. So, yeah. This seems like a lazy cop-out is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm not sure how committed anyone was. Hey, you want to talk about short songs guided by voices, if you oh, are God. familiar. Yeah. yeah. One a minute. <laughs> the bass pops. Nope, nope. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nice and punchy. Is it, like, kind of cringy, though? Like, when I hear his voice and, like, how strong it is. Yeah. Like, where he's really, it sounds like he's really feeling these lyrics. Coupled with like the shitty music, like honestly, it's like it's it's yeah, hurt. Yeah. You almost it wish he wasn't caring as much. <laughs> this wouldn't be bad if. Are there any dynamics in this album? No, no it's, it's, it's pretty brick wall. That goes along with, with your flat thing, right? Yeah. It's just so <laughs> not dynamics. Matt yeah. pointed out the bass pops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is Mr. Norman Watroy who's playing I'm, bass I'm, on this. Who you also know from he played bass on Magnificent Seven. Rock the Casbah, even though Topper doesn't give him any fucking credit until recently, and uh, a bunch of other shit on on Sandinista. He's the um, the Ian Dury and the Blockheads bass player, and is a absolute badass monster. So he, One of the best. Was he like buddies with him, or did he happen to be like in the studio? He's uh, this. He was like the Stiff Records like house bass player hot shit. I, somebody recently referred to him as uh, England's Bootsy Collins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a bad motherfucker all around who's, uh, you know, not the only bad motherfucker to be almost completely mixed out of this record. <laughs> Everything is mixed out of but, this record. Yeah. It really is, though. It's There's like, nothing yeah, you can you know, listen but, to. But that's... Uh, Sandinista was mostly recorded in New York City. That's, they yeah. sort of dragged him along then, yeah? Yeah, they might have, yeah. But uh, no, he's on a bunch of Clash stuff. There's there's so, And just tons of music. He, Yeah, very accomplished bass player. Uh, very... Uh, distinctive style and, and 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 tone and everything check out and you wouldn't know anything it. by enduring and the blockheads the hit me with your rhythm stick is like the classic norman watroy bass line oh, and that was uh, the first song where i even noticed the bass yeah yeah <laughs> and well and paul never popped a string so yeah. um but uh that's uh that's crazy that you would 
they hired like the premier bass badass to play on their album and they fucking mixed him out <laughs> almost completely. <laughs> oh, That's what we're dealing with here. Well, yep. we needed to hear the drum machine, right? Yeah. I don't want to hear that drum machine. Yeah, exactly. Well, on the latest television generation <laughs> album, we had uh, Stevie Wonder in yeah. the track, but we just cut out his voice. Oh, yeah. What yeah. yeah. bother? Yeah. 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 Also, they cut me out of, uh, of every Yeah, we're actually so not in it. Actually, I don't think it's actually the only It's just a blank CD, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because the portrait album is very DIY. People still pay money for it. This this next track is, according to Joe Strummer, the last great Flash song and the only good song on this album, which I don't understand at all. I was like, this sounds just like the rest of them, and that's not a good thing. We'll see if we can illuminate. This is England. This is England. This is how we feel. This is England? Yeah. No. Yes. It's, it's cool. was inspired yeah, by yeah. this song, I take it? Uh, uh, yeah, kind of. They used, It's in the movie. There was a TV show, too, but... Yeah. Besides the sounds of little orphans in the background, <laughs> um, I don't really <laughs> get the whole thing. This, this is England. <laughs> the studio just got orphans. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the one. This is England. That's basically why working class... <laughs> kids are drawn to white supremacy and the like because, <laughs> because they're shit on and that is true this is all they got yeah right it's like doc martens and you know um, belonging to some group that, that tribalism they, man yeah yeah right. has a soundtrack and it's it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> the best song on a Clash album. I like to think after this came out, Strummer was just at the airport when people would come to England and he would sing the This <laughs> yeah. Is England to them. Yeah, you're in the right place. This I'm like, getting the hell out of here. like, oh, okay. Just oh, tip him a dollar yeah. and you get on your way. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, an in, it's an indictment of Thatcherism. Yes. Is what, what it is. Or an informational yeah. sign. Right, right. right. <laughs> Welcome to England. So yeah, much, there's too much going on. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, actually, I can I can see that as a Clash song. Oh yeah, but, but this really it's mean, not a Clash recording. It's not a Clash it's recording. Like, I really, right? I actually feel like that might sound good if it was recorded in a completely yeah. different way. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, the riff yeah. is cool, but it sounds like there's like five right. layers of it. Yeah, also, and if you had the guys in the band singing real backups, yeah. you know. Yeah, gonna say so. Mick Jones and Joe Strummer kind of have this Exine and John Doe thing going on where one of them can't fucking sing at all but sings very enthusiastically and the other one is all over the place trying to contextualize what they're doing like when you hear Joe singing on this album you can almost hear Mick singing a log and Mick would always be singing some high thing that imparted some melody to what Joe was doing and without that there it's just well, that's like it's, really that's exactly what I was thinking is that that if you if, if you actually had the clash playing this song and you didn't have those gang vocals you had you know more Human beings, meaningful backing vocals. Oh, right? a that classic a era Clash version of this yeah, song, this or any really of these songs, song. would oh, be yeah, totally. awesome. Yeah. A lot of these kids, but instead, it's very. Um, it's not. It's very 
Well, again, flat. Yeah. Well, how would, how does this compare to like a Joe Strummer solo album since he's like the only musician? Well, well, he's a. Well, hey, the uh, uh, Paul Simonon had a was it a Havana three a.m. Oh he, yeah. He, he had an awesome rockabilly uh, punk band. There you go. After the Clash, but and and uh, Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros, they I have two of their albums. They're the, fantastic. The, the second one's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, and that was put out right right before he, you know. Left this earthly plane. Yes, yes. Before he, uh, you know, yeah, shuffled so. off his mortal, this mortal coil. But he, um, uh, yeah, no. But those, yeah. Th- but those were again. They were they were band albums. I mean, oh, with were, instruments and with, stuff. With instruments and, and uh, other members contributing greatly to the uh, to the, to the, the sound product, right? And it, it was decidedly not Clash like, which surprised me because you would really think that anything with Joe Strummer, Strummer on it is. Instantly going to be like yeah, inherently, clash. yeah. But it, but it's it's not. Well, in but fact, the Clash you, were a band. If you right? watch any live footage of Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros and they're covering classic Clash material, they definitely are going out of their way to put a spin on it that you know doesn't screw up the song but makes it their own version. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're not trying to be the Clash cover band or anything. And so yeah, no, he totally on his left to his own devices could make fantastic music. So. With a band of regular folks, uh, but and and so like, sorry, didn't he like run away to Spain or something while this was being? Recorded? Yeah, yeah. This is England. I don't want it anymore. It was a show, though. It's like if like a like someone who like writes songs like suddenly decides they want to do like a solo thing. It's like completely different from the band. So like they're doing their own goddamn thing, and they're not right. trying to be dragged back by like whatever they used to be doing which this this is what that feels like is that yeah like, he's trying to do his own thing but at the same time he still wants to be the clash when it's still yeah. just him like <laughs> relive you the know? Uh, glory <laughs> yeah 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 you can hear him just being like not i mean as as not into something as joe strummer could be you yeah. know it's yeah he seems like yeah it's it it feels to me like he's trying to recreate something that's already dead done yes like you know it's been done i believe the next song is called remember london calling Uh, yeah he just just lists the track listing do you remember no it's called the card cheat the three card trick (laughs) the gambler the the gambler gotta know when to hear them cover the gambler That Cindy Lauper vibe. Yeah, yeah, that that sort of faux reggae. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Joe just wants to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna, just wanna. Yeah, I mean, I can almost hear like Freddie Schneider from B52s just guesting on this out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, oh, actually, yeah. I really could too. <laughs> the three card trick. Yeah. He actually would There's probably make a lot <laughs> I know his voice would fit better with this. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are the clash. <laughs> yeah, got a royal flush. This would kind of fit on that um, Willie Nelson album we did. Oh, yeah, the reggae Willie yeah, Nelson yeah. album. I did not know about that. <laughs> You're not missing much. <laughs> yeah, this is 
And the thing is, the Clash have proven they understand reggae better than this. Some of them do. Oh, yeah. Again, the drummer is not perfectly, yeah. but better drummers. than this. <laughs> What's that one song on London Calling that's like a really good? It, it, like oh, um, Guns of Brixton. Guns of Brixton. Yeah. That, the Paul Simon and uh, Rose. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Which songs, also has by the way. not even close Guns to a Brixton. legit one drop. On <laughs> yeah, London Topper's Calling. one drop is is like. As good as uh, uh, what's his name, Police Stuart Copeland's one drop, and right? Which is a profound interpretation. It's as good as John Stamos playing Kokomo. Yeah, I don't think that was awesome. Stuart Copeland was like his one. John Stamos was the drummer for the Beach Boys. Yeah, they recorded Kokomo. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? John Stamos was the drummer for the Beach Boys. When they recorded Kokomo. Oh my god. That is I insane. No I had no idea that yeah. he even. Which is, which is the height of part of their career. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. After that was and John Stamos' career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. hey. <laughs> I mean, they were kind of. Weren't they sort of dead the for a long Stamos. time until Kokomo hit? Commercially, yeah. yes. Commercially, yeah. I think they held the record for the longest, you know, space between number one hits for a long time, you know. Good vibrations to Kokomo was like twenty five oh, years God, or something. Yeah. Oh, but I think someone's that beat definitely that. has that Kokomo vibe. Yeah, it's that sort of eighties white guy approximation yeah, of going fast re reggae fitness, on yeah. a drum machine. This cruise ship band is all yeah. right, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jimmy Buffett shirt. and Miami Vice kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'll have of. another Corona. Yeah, right. With keyboards that sound like steel drums. Yes. Yeah. Tacky music. Yes. Sax solo in there. Well, I'm, I might, uh, not just because I have to use the restroom, um, I accidentally took my sister's keys, as I told you guys, and oh, I need yeah. to get them back to her, oh, okay. so I might have to leave in a song or two, okay. but uh, we'll, we'll I've had, had a wonderful time. We'll keep going, or we'll go really fast. All, All right. right. Play just, to win. Just, just play. Play more. No. <laughs> to say about most of these songs at this point. That's true. They're all kind of the same. That last one had something else going on. Yeah, yeah right? it had the it reggae cool. thing, which was worth commenting on. This song is basically video game soundtrack. This is, yeah, more of a spoken word. They really like their hard sound panning. effect. They like yeah. the um, hard. If you don't use that knob, like, it'll go bad. Yeah. This sounds like a, like a band setting up or something. Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's not music. <laughs> it's like just ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 playing whatever that was looks like they got like a cd of stock sounds and they started throwing them in just because like they're like we don't want to play for an entire song like let's yeah, just let's throw go, this let's at the take beginning. a break yeah but that's like an interlude on sandinista that would lead into a really killer yeah. like rockers yeah. tune or something yeah. you know yeah sounds like well, an intro well, yeah. there's like good songs that have that kind of stuff too like um the one song from the wall uh was that mother or was that 
The, the, the you yeah, whatever, whatever like, that is. Yeah. But it's like kids playing beforehand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's oh, a lot yeah. like, they're, they're again, yeah. that OMD album, Dazzle Ships. Like, there's a lot of commonality oh, between... shortwave radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder, they were they were an English band, right? OMD? Yeah. So, so, uh, and this, oh, you know, Dazzle Ships came out first. Maybe they were trying to copy them. Although, oh, this also killed OMD's career. So why? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why, would you, yeah, why would you pick the... Wrong album. Yeah. All right. This this is gonna be my last song, "Finger Poppin'." Finger Poppin'. Which is just how I wanted to end. Yes. Oh yeah. at home I'm twerking to this right now you spin me right round baby, baby right, right round, round. Like the <laughs> right right round you're not supposed to just use the presets on the drum machine Bernie <laughs> you're not what are they there for you gotta use them all in the <laughs> I expected like a really great bass line when we first started yeah. listening to this song did you, did yeah. you, kind of did you catch that lyric there yeah, I'm gonna really point long. out the best girl in sight yeah, there's something creepy about this song. It's it doesn't it's I think it's about snapping your finger pointing <laughs> and you just hey, finger popping finger guns. Yeah. Hey there, good oh, looking. Yeah. I'll be back to pick you up later. It's, it's like a flight of the Concord song. Yeah, it Most really beautiful is, girl in the room. <laughs> Depending on the room. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, who and knows? Who's in Part time model. <laughs> that was just so much at once. That was just like an onslaught. <laughs> yeah. It was just intense. They folded the whole thing into one disco song. Yeah, you had the little claps. The synth clap sound is one of my favorites. I just love that sound. Clack, clack, clack. I discovered I don't really know how to clap really well. I do like a, like I don't have a good clap. I love it when somebody has a really good clap. Never learned how to clap. I had the clap for a few years, but we are the clap. I never actually learned how to. Well, I can't. Think of a better time to uh, <laughs> to, than to admitting, cut the crap than admitting that I have chlamydia. Um, you guys all have a wonderful evening. You all too. Right. Thank I guess you I'll for see co- probably some of you soon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, some of us never again. Never the final again. three, no. <laughs> three or four. Two you're going to miss the best stuff. I know. So, so is there something like? No. Keep the, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, have a wonderful evening. Thanks for having me on. Right Sorry, I had to you, man. leave a little early. Well, shall we go on to north and south? North and South. isn't Joe Strummer on lead vocals, but Nick Shepard, one of the uh, Mick Jones replacements, singing this. Why? I don't know, but it's also the only appearance of anyone other than Joe Strummer on guitar. That we know of. That Yeah. I mean, this sounds like the opening of a 80s like a sitcom. sitcom. Yeah, like, like a family. Family Ties yeah. or Family Matters or Family in Trouble family show. Uh, I mean, that synthesizer is just so... 
Why is this? It, it feels like this album is so full of like almost ballads or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they just it's, didn't execute it's, it correctly. It's punk music for making out. <laughs> I really wish this was the theme song to an 80s I sitcom. Yeah. There you go. Starring Kurt Cameron and Michael J. Fox as brothers who trade stocks. If, if that was what they were going for, they <laughs> succeeded. Why they went for that, I don't know. Yeah, that's... um, um Well, I was trying to come up with something to say about that song. Other than the TV show theme, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Joe's doing some of the backup vocals, and yeah, sounds like he was singing one of the verses there. Yeah, so even even that sounds unique aspect of it was downplayed. Downplayed as well, right? So, so yeah, that um maybe didn't have enough songs. Yeah, I mean they were stretching to get to thirty. Jones always had two or three songs on his Clash albums. Yeah, yeah. That is one of the nice things about the Clash is. It wasn't all just the one guy singing. If you're gonna have a, you know, a Clash album, I guess you have to have someone else sing something at so. some point. He doesn't have a particularly distinctive voice, and he doesn't seem to play or sing anything else on the album. Has so. he done anything else that we know of? Uh, Nick Shepard? Not that I'm aware of. I have no idea. He goes to Clash conventions and signs autographs. I read uh, somewhere that they con. they held blind yeah. auditions for guitar. <laughs> there you go. Um, leading into this, and they picked. This guy and another guy. They had blind auditions. Yeah, like the voice. <laughs> yeah, the you big chair they turned around. Chair, real, yes. Yeah, spotlight. He goes around with like Pete Best. Gets them every time. Because that, because that always seems to work to find the best talent. Yeah, it's never failed before. Never, no, yeah. certainly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, what we got here? Life is wild. Unlike this song. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be an anthem to anarchy and yet it's so controlled and lifeless and it's just the opposite of you know anarchy it's you know tedium (laughs) (laughs) it also doesn't have any of the (laughs) dynamics that I mean even you know like after there's some hints of it early on the first couple the first two clash records are save a reggae song or two are are pretty much just raging punk rock yeah yeah but even those possess more dynamics than this. But I mean, after you hit London Calling, it's like they're all over the place from whisper quiet to raging. And it really, you know, when they want to be anthematic, like they nail it. London yeah. Calling, the song, mm-hmm. for example, is fantastic. But on this, like, they just, I, I mean, I, I'm blaming this on Bernie for not knowing what the fuck he's doing in the studio. But it's like when they kick in those. They kick in the gang vocals, and it's like the energy actually comes down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a really hard yeah. clipping limiter or a compressor or something. It's like, no, you can't overload everything like so much that it just sounds squashed. Mm-hmm. You know, it does not help you sound no, no, better, and that's that's less is more. Yeah, you, yeah. you mentioned you know like corporate corporate rock or corporate music, but I think 
corporate rock might be better. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, just in they terms at least of put the, more thought into it. Just in terms of, you know, the production values. Yeah. And yeah. The, if you read that shirt, it says corporate rock yeah, still sucks, there. except for this Clash album. Corporate rock's way better than this Clash <laughs> except album. Except for this Clash album. This other... It says that real small. This song sucks, also, like, it almost sounds like a sad cover of, like, an, uh, an older Clash song. Yeah. <laughs> these are... This is, this is the new fit. Honestly, so. like, I guess, like, honestly, the, the whole album kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Like, it's just sad Yeah, the songwriting <laughs> isn't a problem for the most part. No, it's it really isn't. It's like, it's the execution that's, yeah. like, the problem. Because I can, I can hear these songs being way better in, yeah. like, a different setting. But it just, wouldn't be a great album, but it'd be no. much, much better. No. Probably, <laughs> I mean, but... It like, may even be better than Combat Rock had they, you know, done a decent job of producing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, yeah. you're not, if you're not wasting time on... on replacing all of the tracks and instead yeah. you're putting the right tracks on in the first place right yeah. you, yes you probably could end up with i mean these these songs could have been you know fleshed out in a much different direction yes right instead of kind of the watered down <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that's what they feel like they're they're water log they've got a lot of water weight on them they're all pretty short too which is bizarre because who's supposed to listen to this you know like i figured there'd be like the one like six minute just discoed out horrible like they're gonna have their their dance yeah. their dance yeah. hit you know like if they're gonna try to cash in like that they're not even not even trying to do that no. that's exactly like there's no standout song really no like there's nothing no. like it's just well that which makes everyone's you know love for this is england so confusing because i'm like you could have picked any random song and yeah it'd be just as good yeah or remarkable or unremarkable <laughs> Well, the whole song, the, the whole This Is England song sounds like it should be this is just like the bridge or just a part of another better song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's that's as good as any of this gets as idea wise. Like the best thing that they got was like, yeah, that would make like an interesting like, you know, pre-chorus and a song that has a bunch of more interesting <laughs> shit going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, shall we move on to what's the final track, I think? What is the final track? Do we have one left? Do it now. Do it now. Ooh, all right, let's do I it I didn't write notes down for that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. What am I supposed to do? Now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> forgot what I was supposed to do. Or when. See, see, that's an interesting sound. Yeah. Interesting er sound. A little slap back on the yeah. bass drum. Oh, that's weird. Everything on this album is so quiet to me. Like, yeah. It's just, it's you, you, odd. You keep wanting to turn up the volume. Yeah. But making it louder is not going to no, make it any more audible. It that song was interesting for the first four measures. Uh, yeah. I've yeah. had enough now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving on. And this is the, the big finale, the conclusion of not just this album, but The Clash's career. Just another like thing though was like this even sounds like one of the last songs on all of the previous Clash albums. Yes. Does yeah. this want to be a ska song? Is that what it's trying to do? If it is, it's not succeeding. But <laughs> we certainly. I, I wish we had somebody here who is a, a real aficionado of of Oi. Oi. Yeah. Yeah. Oi. I I wonder if this is is a uh, uh, rel relevant in the. For the Oi Boys. Yeah, for the, I mean, for the like, Oi Boys. Yeah. I might just be completely it's, unversed in that type of music, but that really sounds like the most basic ska beat that I could... Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's a, that had no... It didn't know what it was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> no. talked about where they were going before they... Yeah. 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 
I'll start it to go there. Yeah. What was up with that slap back on like on the on the kick drum? Was that the kick? Yeah, yeah. there's a kick drum. That was cool. I like that. That right, was like, that like was I said, interesting. I think it was it got it was, tedious yeah, for me. It got very while. tedious. It yeah. was right away. That that's another production issue. You could have a sound like that be sort of a setup for something. Yeah. And then it kind of goes somewhere. But it goes somewhere. somewhere right? it yeah. Go. yeah. Instead, oh. it's just like you know. It, that's it. That's the sound you enjoy. Turn the knob and then you just left. Walk away. I know. I know that I was really shitting on the inflexibility of the drum machine stuff early on but at the same time there's plenty of there's i mean i'm gonna cite prince as you know prime example but there's tons of music that's very dynamic and very flexible and has lots of like dynamic push and pull to it that's with a drum machine that is yeah. unrelenting and it stays it clonks away at whatever you know tempo it's at and um, and the songs well, don't sound as stiff or as yeah. yeah. You're playing around it. Yeah, this well, is like right. a clash between man and machine. Yeah. <laughs> the clash. The clash. The clash. <laughs> I think the machine won here. Yeah. yeah. The, yes. uh, well, yeah, and it's even. Well, nobody you know, won in this. You can <laughs> you can make real drums sound like terrible drum yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So uh, yeah, that's that's how saving it's, grace. So it's really so. the use of the tool, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, everything feels really disconnected. That is yeah. a big part of it. It's yeah. mixed terribly. Mm, yeah. um, on that last song and a bunch of other ones, there there's stuff where it's oh, there clearly was some other part in here that got muted or, or oh, left yeah. out. Really like bad. there's something buried, yeah. In there, like you can hear the parts that are going on, and you're like something contextualizes this so that it's like Makes music. Yeah. You know, I don't and, know. As a whole, to me, like I feel like if this wasn't the Clash, like it actually has real okay potential album. as an album um the way that it was recorded not good in my yeah. opinion um if it was recorded in a better way then i think that like it would actually be yeah, somewhat like pleasing songs and stuff. It's, um it's maybe not, not memorable but at least yeah. like entertaining less bit, in the know? context you know, of the class yeah. forgivable <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah i think that's part of what makes this so frustrating is there's so little clash music that the fact that one of the few albums we did get from them is this yeah. makes it, you know, if this were one of, you know, say, Paul McCartney's 300 albums, you'd be like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, you had like, an off right. day. Throw it in the pile. Throw <laughs> <laughs> this drum machine you got for Christmas. Yeah. But for this, yeah, this band, or at least the name of this band, which, you know, the band we itself is... The yeah. Yes. It's... Wait, what was the name of the band? Yeah. <laughs> the gang vocals on every fucking song. Yeah. yeah also, Wait, you've undermined the effect of this. It kind of sounds like you got like a just multi-track somebody going like. So what, yeah. so what like band really do you soft. think could have could have made other than the Clash? If it, if it would actually yeah. was the Clash, what other band could have made this material into something? The Sex Pistols. Like a, <laughs> oh, Public Image Limited for sure. This is this is well, a public. That's, that's what it reminded yeah. me. Yeah, this is a public Public Image Limited yeah. record without John Lydon. So John, they could have John Lydon sing on top of this, and it would be better. Yeah, I I think yeah, they actually, might be giants. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just they knew how to work so drum machines around at that time. They were yeah yeah. At that time, they knew how to do a drum machine much better. Oh, they did. And they could have done a punk meets drum machine song yeah. with. You know synthesizers and had it be catchy because they wouldn't have would had it. access to 24 tracks yeah. so it yeah. would have been very simple and stripped down and that would have helped that would have yeah i could see them there you go yeah <laughs> lighthouse in your soul <laughs> the other uh frustrating thing about this is that the um a lot of so i keep mentioning Ian Dury and the blockheads but there's also the um 
uh, you know, the specials and the, the British ska people going up. Who's the mirror in the bathroom, folks? So English, English, English Beat. The English Beat. There are all these, the bands that are around or, you know, have been around in this kind of scene are monstrously badass, groovy live bands. Yeah. Who wouldn't, like, be like, we can't wait to replace everything with with drum machines and, and you know, automated stuff because they could play like crazy for hours at a time. Yeah. As could the Clash by the end of like as they were as they were rounded into combat rock, they were a formidable live band and had proved it a lot. So it's it makes extra me wonder, bummer to. It makes me wonder what the original track sounded like. Were they really that bad that they needed to be replaced? No, no, I, I, probably I, not. But we'll yeah, probably yeah, never we'll find out. I doubt that did Bernie did a very exist? good job. Of <laughs> Again, I'm pretty sure the other people who played on this started asking about paychecks and suddenly weren't on the album anymore. Did the tapes yes. get burned in that? Uh, the universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 24 tracks. Yours is gone. Yeah, yeah. it's e it's easy to make those decisions. Hey, wait, we got some we got <laughs> some room for another tracks. track now. Yeah. You have to remove your track. We only have 24 to work with. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, we need to add one more guy singing. Can we all do one together? We are the Clash. One, yeah. two. We are the Clash. <laughs> There you go. This better. Yeah. So just improved this up a little bit. We are as much the clash as they were. Clash is going far. Yeah. Right <laughs> so, so, yes. We'll post that at the beginning and people yeah. can stop listening <laughs> there. If they so, was the review for this two words like shark sandwich? It's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I can't imagine this sold well or was reviewed well. I mean, who. That's the problem is, you know, the only person who seemed to really care about this was Bernie, and all he cared about was making money. And isn't the cover like a big mohawk, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a like a graffiti and mohawk and just like every, you know, punk signifier wow. just, so just thrown together. Punkest so, cover yeah. ever. Like lying to you top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> this record lying. We are not the clash. <laughs> this is not punk. <laughs> From the band that really wanted you to think for yourselves for their first couple of albums <laughs> comes this <laughs> shut up and consume yeah <laughs> well yeah no wonder joy strummer went camping for 20 years in that in that regard yeah. it is weirdly in sync with the, <laughs> the 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 values of mclaren and yeah and company oh yeah yeah it you know it yeah, is yeah. It, it, if it was released as a bernie solo album it would have made perfect sense let's not forget that the clash as much as we talked about how great and important and musical and all that stuff they're a freaking boy band yeah like they were they Most were assembled were. by a manager to have a look and to sell clothes and what they did with that was really cool that's not usually what happens when you put together a band to sell shit but that that's where the clash came from and so i don't know maybe we shouldn't be so surprised at this well yeah yeah, yeah right but it, it's still but it's it was like a it was a low level investment though right yeah, yeah. it wasn't like uh you know like um what's the i guess they're old now yes one direction yes you know these things where, where it's this whole like gigantic search to find just the right people to uh, no, with just the right level of cuteness and all of that to create yeah it was a global corporation this was there. just right, a couple not, guys running out of the not, garage not like yeah this is some guy we can cash in on this punk <laughs> stuff let's find yeah. some kids <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's but a cute a, punk. Yeah, yeah no, what's, a cute, dirty what's a cute punk? punk? Yeah, yeah, we need, <laughs> you're a dirty punk. Well, that one looks dirty, but dirty like not as dirty as the rest. <laughs> 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 no, this, one's, this one's teeth aren't this fucked up enough. Yeah, no, this one's just dirty enough. Let's <laughs> grab him. <laughs> Come back when you've done some more math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. I want there should be an um, American Idol style talent punk. search thing for yeah. for for like gutter punks. Uh, punk idol. Uh, yeah, punk idol. Yeah. Are you smaller than a sex pistol? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one this one doesn't have enough safety pins. Number three really won me yeah. over with the hepatitis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, this guy close. has a Blink 182 patch. Get him the hell out of yeah. here. <laughs> I was trying to be ironic. <laughs> <laughs> down, down. Well, is there anything else we want to add to the uh, crap on this Cut the Crap album? Well, to everyone who listened. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, it's not that bad. The Clash is awesome. I, you know, the I, thing yes. is, I have no yes, reverence for The Clash before I started listening to this. Mm. I've heard, you know, what is that song? Train in Vain, maybe, and Rock the Cash Bar, and that which, was about it. Which are two it. of their least Clashy songs. But and, still, yeah. Yeah, but still, and, you, know, you know, so, you know, it tunes. wasn't like I found this like a sacrilege to the name of The yeah, Clash, yeah, yeah. and I still was bored by the end of the 38 minutes oh i didn't yeah. think it was sacrilegious at all i just thought it wasn't good yeah. there you go like, i'd only heard two clash albums yeah before. go the, go listen to sandinista yeah. and london calling there you yeah, go. yeah i, I have mean, to say a all bunch to all of them up to combat yourself. rock from the first one to combat right they're all great and yeah even combat rock rock's okay it's just disjointed it doesn't hold together combat the rock has points to it yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah this yeah, doesn't yeah. even have this like one point. <laughs> <laughs> there you go you know it's like I guess what I have to say is I've heard worse. <laughs> well, with that said, um, how do people follow the television generation? When's your uh, next yeah. gig or your next show or your next? Well, it's yeah. actually Plug on something. July twentieth. We're playing with Flipper at the. Um, oh no shit! Yeah, yeah, really. For yeah. Flipper. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we'll cool. definitely, yeah, definitely go out to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're also um, playing with this other really cool Denver band called the Hot Apostles. So. They've been around for a while. Yeah. When's that? Um, on the July twentieth. Which ones? Oh, are the hot ones. Oh yeah. Saturday. Paul. Cool. Yeah. Paul and uh, I think Judas was for a while, but yeah, Luke maybe. But he was the bad boy of the group. Six yeah. Bob. Mm. So there you go. We'll have a reality show to find the next twelve apostles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we are also playing a Monument Indie Fest in. Like August thirtieth or thirty first. We don't have a date yet. Well, mine Later in the well, summer. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, it's true. It's for it's like the Indie one hundred and five. I'm not gonna lie. Whatever. This is the first time I'm oh, hearing I gotcha. about it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you'll be there. <laughs> like it or not. But I don't know. I'll yeah, show up. Yeah. 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 He'll just throw hop me in the car. car. We'll get know. there. He throws me yeah. in there with the rest of the gear. <laughs> we have a duffel bag. Yeah. Okay, and um, I guess. I've always wanted to be rolled on the stage in the, the Hannibal Lecter dolly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. There you go. <laughs> One of those pods like the Spinal Tap has. Oh, yeah. I've oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, this Friday, is it? August 12th? They're playing at Tennis and Tap, both the Vampire Squids from Hell and Plastic Rake. So, Ooh, that's pretty right. much yeah. half the people who've been on the show at some point or another. <laughs> So definitely come out to the tennis and tap. It starts I, early I at like seven. TVG so. shall be there. We shall be there. <laughs> there you go. And um, thirty eighth and Tennyson 
Yeah. Denver, Colorado. Yes. So Get your plane tickets quickly. Yeah. Yes, that's this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Friendster and MySpace and um, LinkedIn. I'm sure we're on there too. Oh, yes. Live journal. Live journal, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> all that. Fet life, we're on there. Um, <laughs> and. Christy uh, Mingle. You can I download this podcast on LimeWire. LimeWire. Kazaa. And uh, tune in next week when we try and figure out who this is. Mm-hmm.